Hello and welcome into the Sora Data NBA Auction Watch for the Victor Wimbanyama Draft Edition card. Joining me today, I'm Andrew Laird. Joining me today, Maxime Hagenberger, Alex Super. Guys, I was going to like jump into the whole uh, Wemby thing, but we've got the, as I scroll around here, because I've lost it, Brandon Miller one right now. And it's getting hot. YNWA coming in with um, about $1,160. For the Brandon Miller, one of a hundred. The Thompson twins have already gone for the exact same price, but to different people. But the fact that they went for the same price and they are twins just makes it feel appropriate. The for those of you who are looking for Mike Zakarian, he bailed on us. To be honest, he'll never be back again. Uh, I'm just kidding about never coming back, but he isn't going to be here today. But we're here to watch Wemby. Oh, looks like Brandon Miller just went to YNWA, who I believe was uh, is in Seattle right now for the All-Star Game, according to social media. So a little bit of an early wake-up for a Brandon Miller draft card. Maxime, you and I talked about the Wemby card, this one, a little bit last week. And I think we got, yeah. we got a little excited about, about how much this card could go for. Do you feel any differently today than? No, oh, I, I mean, I, I think I will look look like a fool, but I, it's like you never know. You never know. I mean, I think like people are focused on the fact that it's a rare card, and not on the fact that it's a one, like one out of one. They don't really yeah. care about the fact that it's a one out of one because it's written one out of a thousand. So, I mean, I don't know. It's, it's, I feel like it's one of the greatest cards uh, Sorer has printed so far, uh, at least on Sorer NBA, and pretty much on the whole platform. So, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of surprised to see people like thinking it, it won't go that high. But uh, we'll see. Do you think it was, do you think it makes a difference if it was the unique? Yes. So I, I think like that's, 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 that's a sign of how people don't like give too much value to collectability right now, because I think that based like based on the gaming utility of a unique car, that, that, that would be like, I guess people would like um, pay way more for a unique card because of like the utility, the gaming utility. But since it's a it's it's a rare card that doesn't have like a ten percent bonus, they remove that. Uh, I mean, people are mainly focused on the on the I would say uh, gaming aspect, which is like, yeah, I don't I don't get it to be honest. Alex, what did you think about the 10% bonus for these five draft cards? It was weird. <laughs> I heard it for the first time. Someone told me about it. And I was like, why? Like, what's the point? And so at, at that same time, too, I thought there were going to be more than one of the five. You know, I, I thought there were going to be five Wimpanyamas like this. I thought that, you know, five Millers something like that. And I was like, all right, I guess I can kind of see it if there's going to be multiples, but to have one that just had basically level 20 out of the gate, 
um, especially on a a zero L10 to start. Like, <laughs> seemed almost like you buy this card, you win week one. Have fun. <laughs> it. I feel like there was there were two opposite reactions that ended up in the same place for the ten percent because. I kind of cited on the, it's dumb. <laughs> yeah. Not not dumb because it's not fair to have. So the other side was, it's not fair to have like five cards that theoretically you could play them together if you wanted to for week one, because they have, it'd be a combined L, L10 of zero. But that it just wasn't fair that these five cards would be so much more powerful than the others. And then the other side was like, well, there are five of them in the entire ecosystem. And yeah. 10% bonus on a rare card doesn't move the needle at all. Like, it doesn't make me be like, oh, now I'll buy it because it's because it gets me gaming utility. Whereas I, I feel like they, I mean, we know that they haven't really tried to make the NBA and the MLB product, like a collectible product. Like they're kind of forcing it with the collection game with football, but like, this was the chance to like, be like, these are collectible. This is the only Wemby card that's ever going to look like this. And it just feels like they'll get there at some point, but then somebody already owns it. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, what about like a card you could play anywhere? I mean, it's 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 just like I feel like so. There, the argument for saying like basically <clears throat> the the bonus should like so. Phil's uh, you had a conversation with Phil's on, on Twitter, which was like hilarious to me <clears throat> because like Phil's was like, uh, oh, it's a. Uh, it's not fair to the rest of the players, and um, it's like bad practices and whatever. And I was like. How can you say that and defend the collection game on Sorer Football? I mean, to me, like it's basically the same thing. It's like if you're not willing to get to like be okay with like a 10% bonus on a Wemby draft card that is the only one on the platform, but you would be okay with someone getting 5% because they own a full collection of Bayern card. Uh, I mean, I I'm I'm like I'm baffled. I'm like it. It does. It just doesn't make sense. And um, to me, the fact that there were only five cards in the entire ecosystem that would give you the ten percent bonus was like I, I didn't care. But the fact is that was a dumb move anyway because you don't need that ten percent because like it it doesn't matter. You're buying this card because it is a collectible. So that was kind of mixed signal sense. That was a bit weird, but. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, it's it's a bit sad that it's a rare card because I I don't know it it just doesn't feel like it's a collectible since it's a rare card. It's like probably a super rare would have made more sense. I don't know what what the the thinking behind the fact behind the choice of a rare card was, but I'd be pretty interested to know what they had in mind. Yeah, <clears throat> I'm gonna bring in our friend Sean Newsham here, who is also very much against this being a rare card. Sean immediately, when we started talking about how much we thought this card would go for, Sean immediately went to the the utility part of it, that like a rare card in NBA should never cost as much as we thought this should go for. 
And I felt like we were going completely on the collectible side, which I'm not sure one is right and one is wrong, but we, it was kind of funny that we like both looked at it from this, from different points, but we all agreed that the 10% was completely unnecessary. Oh yeah. The 10% was completely unnecessary for what it's worth. Like I also agreed with everything that you guys said in terms of it, the collectible side of things, right? Like I just thought that the, the numbers that were given uh, via, via, Maxime uh, may or may not be very high. So we'll see. I I'm interested to see how it goes. Because here's the thing, right? We've had these watch parties before, obviously more so for football cards. And the range that we all usually would have was was pretty close, right? Like we all would generally say like, I remember we had a card and it was like, oh, is it going to go for like 100 or 110 ETH? And it was, it was pretty close. Like, if I was setting the over-under on this, I probably would have set it around like $10,000, so like five ETH or so. And so the range here in terms of what we expect the card to go for is so wide that I'm, I'm interested to see how it plays out. We might have gotten a little excited. Yeah. Yeah, Andrew, can I say something about like, it feels like it's the first day of school for Sean. So I'm glad uh, you <laughs> you bought your A-game today for a special occasion, like shave your beard, like cut your hair. I'm like, I'm I'm honored to be like in your company right now. Yeah, you get you get blessed with the uh, the fresh shaven, clean young person look that I that I go with, and then I'll slowly wow. I, I had to I had to look good for next week when I'm hanging out with Laird in uh, on our trip, so I have to make sure I'm presentable. And currently, he has more facial hair than me for maybe the next like twelve hours. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. So it doesn't seem like the ones that have gone previously. Like I, there was no expectation that these cards would be as popular as the Wembenyama. So I don't like comparing the them together. It's nice that they did it. I don't know why they stopped at five. To be honest, I feel like they could have done the entire first round and they would have just gotten enough interest. Like Cam Whitmore, I would have bid on the Cam Whitmore one, but they're only five, and I don't care about who these five. I don't care about four of the five, and I think that's probably a pretty standard opinion other than the fact that uh Wemba, Wemba mania is currently winning the scoot henderson although nobody's bid in the last three hours and there are three minutes left so maybe this is where it goes but um let's see what's Wemby up to yeah Wemby's still at three eth five thousand six hundred eighty one dollars with 17 minutes to go and the others i think are just what in fact i don't even want to look at them anymore <laughs> So, Sean, do you think it would have been better off as a unique or a super rare? So, I, I think it would have been better off as a unique. However, the caveat being, if Maxime was actually correct and this goes for $100,000, this was definitely the way to do it. Because the unique's going to go for more, obviously. But, like, the unique's going to go, let's say the unique goes for, like, $250,000. If they don't do this in terms of the rare, this rare would have been, like, three to five ETH probably like they didn't do this sort of special edition card. So this way could be the best way to maximize it. But if this isn't, doesn't go for, let's say 50, hundred thousand dollars, then this would have been much better as the unique, because I think the unique would have been um, more interesting for some collectors in that situation than this card will be. Yeah. There's just like an inherent, there's an inherent value in a unique 
that the rare doesn't provide, I guess, even though there were literally be no other cards like it. This Scoot Henderson, actually, I have no idea if they'll use this action pose. I assume not anywhere else, but I don't know. I, I keep going back to the, to the fact that I think this could be the most collectible card on the platform. Like I think whoever buys it will at some point sell it for so much more than they bought it for. And it's just a matter of what they want to spend on it now. And and so here's the question now, and and that's a, and I'd like your you guys input on that. That's what we were discussing with Andrew the last time. Is if it goes for like I don't know ten ETH or something like that, would you like? I think it's it's kind of a mistake to actually print only one card because you would get way more money out of ten cards of Wemby like draft draft class cards than just one. So I mean I I and and same thing for like the other draft um draft picks I mean uh, if you print like 10 of these that makes way more sense in terms of like just getting more money <laughs> Does the one of become less valuable because there's a two of and a three of Well I guess it's still the same because it's the first one i guess you you kind of lose some of the attraction because there's like nine other nine other cards but in terms of like i guess in them in terms of like the money you make out of the 10 cards it's still way more than just one yeah so scoot did that actually end let's see yes so scoot ended at about 20 just under 2600 dollars and nobody came in in the last three hours to bid. Which so have your guys have your guys' opinions changed on what you're expecting this to go for now? Like if you were setting the over under now, what would you guys set it at? I, I think like I think I'd be disappointed if it doesn't go above 50k. And I, I guess like it, it wouldn't make sense to me. I would say because I, well, my my thinking is you should not consider it as a rare card. You should consider it as a, a card that is one out of one and the only card of when Banyama in his draft class, in his, in his draft night suit. And that's the, the first card ever of when Banyama. So maybe people don't like, like, don't believe when Banyama will be like such a big star in like five or ten years, and he will be a bust. That's also something else. But I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't even like consider the fact that it's a rare card. That's kind of interesting to me. Just thinking about like, do the people who would pay that for a collectible like? will they just completely not consider that it is a rare card? Because I couldn't separate the two. If I had, you know, that kind of cash flow, like it's obviously, it could be, like you said, that one of the most, if not the most collectible card on the platform, but I, I just couldn't separate it from the utility if I were able to spend that much because, you know, like I'd never gain it back in the game. And I just, I can't mentally separate myself from that. So, like, yeah, when I'm I, looking at it now, I'm like... I agree. Yeah, I I have a hard time yeah. thinking 
anything like Sean said, 10K. That feels kind of like it right now, but I'm sure I can be surprised. I think because like there are people who buy uniques in every sport that that are buying them because they have that they will have utility at some point. Like particularly with NBA, there are unique galleries where there are just not enough places to play them. So like every week they have a ton of uniques that they don't use, and so. I feel like if you use, like they could use them at some point in a contest that could help them try to make that money back, meaning in a unique contest where the, if you win a prize, like that is able to recoup a lot of your money. But like, you're not going to be able to get there with this rare. Like you have to just convince someone else that it's just really cool to have and own. And like, that's how you get your money, which like, I don't think is a, an absurdly hard thing to do. But that's where the value comes in, in this card is like somebody wants to own it, not I can win it. And that's completely different than almost every card we have on the platform. Like I think when we did the Erling Haaland unique watch like that, the price of that card went well beyond like utility and being able to win it back. And it's like somebody may want this card one day. And I feel like while that didn't quite work out, for that buyer. But there are cards that do that. Like this one I think is is like the clearest example of one that you will probably never make it back in the game. But it's also like potentially like the card that some people want. Like, I can't believe I am saying this. But like, doesn't this seem like a card Gary V would own? Yeah. You define one it is. Gary V to like want it and now you have value out of it. Uh, yeah, and, and and I think that some of the comments in the chat I do agree with uh, are like the fact that they put one out of thousand on the card, which makes it like completely different in terms of perspective. Because you would you you would have said like basically a rare draft edition or something like that. That changes the card, in my opinion, because like seeing that it's one out of thousand makes it like so much less valuable to me. Right. If they had just written serial number one. Yeah. And, and, or like it's draft, draft edition one out of one, because there's, there's, there is going to be only one draft edition, right? Um, yeah. I think that would make way more sense. Yeah. Um, Jakun pointed out that Basilbot, who is currently leading the Wembenyana, just got the Otani number one from last year, rare, uh, at floor price, basically. I don't know if that's well, it's a that's a whole different thing, but the collectability there is is not happening anymore. Um Germ said, is the one of one thousand more valuable than the one of a thousand and one? I'm not sure I understand that question though. I think he's asking if they offered and gave like one card that was a rare, but it wasn't part of this season's collection. I don't think they wanted to do that though. They made it pretty clear that they weren't willing yeah. to, uh, to do something like that to screw up the, the scarcity numbers they have. Yep. Agreed. All right. Just check. I think the idea of offering it, it as a rare is kind of like, 
a no-lose situation for so rare too because obviously it's going to go for a lot anyway in that it is kind of a one-of-one but if they made it the unique and the collectability didn't get factored in then they've used the unique on Wemby his his rookie unique it's already gone whereas if you issue it as a rare and someone is like, this is a one-of-one, I'm going to treat it like a unique, and then it goes way above what a normal rare one-of would have went for, then, you know, they don't lose. And if it if it just goes for a normal price, like you would expect any other top rookie or even like LeBron coming out as a one-of-a-thousand in 2003, then they don't lose anything at all. So, yeah, I guess they're just kind of hoping for it and banking on it. And I just don't know... I mean, obviously there's going to be no way for us to know for sure, but just like what the premium is that it's a draft edition card. Like if it was just, if they just did the regular rare in three months, two months, whenever we get the new cards, like what is the one of a thousand Wembenyama go for? Like it's going to go for more than any, anything else, but I'm just not sure. And like, I'm, I'd, this sounds very stupid. Like I'm not sure people appreciate that this is going to be different than every other card. Like there are no other cards. Yeah. Maybe. May, but it, that would tell a lot about the, um, the yeah, the trust of people um, like, uh, like regarding uh, collectability on Sora right now. That, that to me, that's, I like also those auctions because it tells a lot about like where we are in terms of like, uh, uh, the collectability aspect and it says a lot about how we are doing as an ecosystem so maybe i'm too bullish on this auction and i'd be fine with that but yeah it's going to be very interesting and it's not something that that people should like underlook or say oh it's just one auction and that's just a draft edition card or whatever i think it's a very important auction because it gives also, like if it goes for a lot, it's just more publicity for so NBA, etc. And I mean, it's uh, if it goes well, it's very positive for the platform. Yeah, I think the as somebody pointed out in chat, the Zidane unique just came out, which is kind of a funny time to do that, I guess, after their video. But the so if I. <laughs> I feel very bullish on this card, but I feel bearish on this auction. That I think that whoever wins this auction, when the regular cards come out, they will be getting offers for more than they paid for this auction because people will be like, like we all know it's different because like they told us it was different, but I don't think everyone knows it's different as we now get Bellama in at $8,067 and Basil has a max bid over that. So Basil's still winning this one. But like, I think, I don't know. I just think that this card's value isn't being appreciated yet, meaning understood yet. That's how I'll put it. Well, what's your thoughts on yeah, but remember, He said, what about making this card just a collectible, a pure like one of one collectible on the platform? But is it like you can't use it? And it was a like uh, cards the, from the World Cup. What a custom series card, but that because the, the the actual like utility value on this is very very low. Like there's going to be so many cards you're playing at a very um, you're playing one of one thousand. So there's going to be in theory like if he ends up being one of the best ever, there's going to be like fifteen thousand rare one Binyamas. 
What about making this a one-of-one custom series that had no utility whatsoever, but it's a one-of-one guaranteed nothing will be like it? No, you know, no, you know what they should have done. I, I think a custom, a custom series of like a special edition, like it, it, I don't think it would make sense because like people are giving too much like credit to like utility right now and giving too many too much importance to that. And I think they should have done this Wembenyama card a unique for the 2022 season because you probably can say. Draft class happens in the, during the 2022 season or at the end of the 2022 season. So it's just a 2022 unique, and we are now going to be able to like print uniques for like uh, people that go into the, the the draft class that season. And then you can you can print another in 2023. And I think that makes way more sense to have like a unique that is like for the draft class. I like this idea that you came up with and Shaforkel's bringing it here. They make it a rare card, but make it usable in any competition. Like that's ex extra utility that people would be like, oh, so I can buy this rare card and I can play in the unique division. Of course, then whoever buys it is like, oh, wait, now I need four more uniques or however many you need for the unique division. Yeah. But that's if, if you wanted to make utility a bigger part of it, like there was an easier way to do it than this 10% thing that they eventually just pulled out anyway. Uh, we're at 9,961 yeah, for uh, for the high bid now. Basilbot's still outbidding Bellama on his max bid. So we'll see if Bellama keeps going. And, and just remember, like, enough to for an auction to go crazy, you only need two people. And it could be so we've seen, like, Spicer selling his old football gallery to uh, go to double down on NBA. Um, I can see him as a clear uh, competitor in that auction. I think that Benama also is going to be there. So it, it just depends on what valuation these guys have in mind. And I think that um, we, we talked about it with Sean earlier today. Uh, Sean, you said that the 10K over under was pretty much reasonable to you. I think we're going to be way above 10K. I think if, if I think that we see this card go in the 10 to 20 range right now, if I had to guess. Obviously, that's 10 already, so that's kind of cheating. But my guess is it goes in the 10 to 20 range. I don't really think – I don't think – unless someone – unless two new people come in that are not here yet, I don't think we go much above this. I mean, if, if YNWA believed in the Brandon Miller, I imagine he believes in this card. But so YNWA I, hasn't really put a lot of money on a lot of big cards in a long time. He's waiting for Wemby, obviously. Maybe, maybe. maybe. <laughs> but, but you need two. You need two, and I don't think either of the two that are in this bidding process are willing to go that high. Somebody pointed out, it was Germ here, but... Yeah, above the K. There we go. You also have to remember that all of the one-ofs are also jersey mints for Wembenyama. Yes. So like this is a jersey mint. The super rare will be a jersey mint. The unique they don't do them anyway. But uh, but yeah, we're now at ten thousand four hundred and sixteen Basilbot five point five zero zero two ETH still there. This is a new uh, that was up because of uh, MRU 69 who I believe bought one of the other ones, one of the Thompson twins, uh, bid five and a half ETH. So we're over ten thousand for now with uh, forty five seconds to go. 
Um, I, I'm like convinced that Basel will get an offer like tomorrow or later today if this closes at 10, 10 grand, basically. Imagine if it stayed there. I mean, I would be shocked. But it's 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 going like close to the end now. Um, I, I, no, so MRU still in. All right, MRU is in 10,832, and that's now over Basel's yeah. max bid. Yeah. There's why. Oh, see? Okay. Right. People are interested. I mean, I'm not going to keep harping on, like, I think this, and obviously it depends, it fully depends on whether he's he actually turns out to be good. And we're so far away from knowing if that's the case, but we haven't had, like, a draft prospect like this since LeBron. And this is basically his only special edition card right now. Like it's his first, literally first one. I wonder if his uh, summer league performance scared anyone off. <laughs> second game. I mean, his good. second game, yeah, was yeah. was better. Yeah. Oh, Belma's back. Okay, so it's getting a bit. All right, thirteen thousand uh, now. Belma, MRU sixty nine still on. I don't know if they have MRU sixty nine. I'm not gonna. So. So probably Bellama is, is in auto bid right now, and so has like an auto bid already. I don't think uh, you never walk alone is actually doing auto bids. Um, usually not. Yeah, MRU 069 has a 46 ETH NBA gallery with zero uniques. A whole lot of super rares though. Um, but yeah, Bellama is on a max bid right there. Is it over? No way. 10 seconds. I think it's reasonable that it's over here. Bellama wow. gets so many oh, steals. Thank you, Bellama. So Here's the thing, thing, though. If it got that low, it is not going much higher, is my thoughts. Well, Mark's always a late bidder anyway. But. Yeah. <laughs> he is, but I just, like, I can't imagine this gets late bid up to, like, $50,000, right? Like, I could see this get late bid up to, like, 10 ETH, but not, like not that much higher yeah well i mean if it's just the two of them there's really no reason to like throw in a huge bid like there's no reason yeah. to go to 20 right now well no there's always a reason to have a, a better auto bid in because if you set up yeah, yeah the auto bid, auto yeah, bid but not i'm just saying you shouldn't just raise it right now yeah. or whatever slowly he's, getting to 15k he's inching up right. too it's not like he's throwing in haymakers right uh, Bouncy said he just get outbid by $2. So the max bid basically allows you to do that, which I f still feel like is not the right way that it was supposed to work, but that's how it's working. So what is that? Two one thousandths of an ETH. So will you never walk on and do 8.888? It needs one more bid to be the highest rare ever because the LeBron, I think, was the highest rare. So now it's over. 8.1 is above what LeBron, one of 100, going for. Okay. So now we're at 15,421 for Bellama. Basil gave it a good run. And I, I thought Basil's, I thought his like max bid was going to be at like five. So it was a little over five, but that's, that's what I was expecting from him. You only need to. You do. I mean, Mark is a 
I hate bidding against Mark. I know I'm going to lose every time. So Bellamar doesn't make it any easier. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> I think Bellamar easily has the best NBA collection right now. Yeah, right. <laughs> so like oh, wow. oh, see? Oh, he, oh he, so Bellama is out in YNWA and Bellama did not auto bid over him, so he must have set his max bid at around 16,000. Still no Spicer. I feel like if Spicer was going to double down on NBA, buying a rare card for this much money probably doesn't make sense. Like he seems like a utility guy, not a collector. And from a utility standpoint, this card makes no sense at this price. Like, yeah, no. yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I feel like we got one more swing from Bellamont coming. Mm. Yeah, we yeah. do. There we go. And we got that 8.888. Oh, yeah. The new max bid on. Yeah, so... No, that YNWA's max... Yeah, it was, was 8.888. And then, yeah, Bellamont now at 16,739. Spot 68. I, I hate to say it this way, but Bellamont has stolen so many uniques with nobody <laughs> watching that he should have ETH left over to just go nuts on this card. <laughs> Is he the one with that Lillard? Yes. It was like a three ETH Lillard or something like that. So here we go. Five seconds left. Can can you refresh? Ooh, yeah. Oh, that, that was okay. that, yeah. I I, I thought about <laughs> I love, that. Yeah. We had a so slow roll there. All right. All right. So we're now at nine point nine nine. It's a bit slow for YNWA. Bellama bid nine point nine nine. Or excuse me, 9.99 was his max bid, and YNWA went over that. We're now at $18,815. And so, yeah, those last last second bids are always fun. We've got 10 seconds left. I assume I'll have to refresh again just to see. Yeah, I mean, when you see ended and not transferring progress, that means that it's not yeah. done. So... Let's see if my theory is correct. <laughs> yeah, oh. it's done. There we go. I didn't even see what the final was. Yeah, 10 ETH. Yeah, 9 point. Yeah, basically 10 ETH. 18,815 for a rare card. So, yeah, we got we got a bit too excited. We did. Uh... Sean had to rain on our parade. I, hey, yeah. I mean, as the second biggest winner on this auction, or maybe the biggest winner on this auction, we'll have to wait. And so see. far, you've made more on this card than anyone else. I've made more on this card than anyone else. So, I mean, as the biggest winner in regards to this, this card in the history of the platform, I feel good right now. I feel good. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I guess it says a lot about like the collectability aspect. And I think that they should, they should maybe change the way they do draft edition for next year. But uh, I mean, 10 ETH for first edition when Banyama, it's, um, yeah, I'm surprised. That's, that, I'm going to stick to that. Surprised. What does the unique go for? Meaning if this was a unique. Well, I think Bill it's... Said yeah, this tells us a lot about the NBA feeling right now. The difficulty is that like the nobody cares about the NBA right now. Right. 
See, I don't know. I disagree. Like, to me, this was really high. So, like, to me, this is a good indication for the NBA because this is, like, an obs- obscene amount for for a card. So, like, I that's... It's an absurd amount for a rare card. Yeah, for a rare card. Like, we just saw, we just saw the most expensive rare card in the NBA and, the, like, the most expensive football card right now is 3 ETH. So, like, to me, this is a really, really high-end uh, card. Uh, so... We have a few people fling flongs at 100k. I honestly think it gets probably closer to 250 if it was a unique. Right. Yeah, and and I always struggle to remember that it's actually a f- limited football card. Yeah, and I I hate I hate it I hate it that yeah. it's uh it's so different and yeah I guess like for a limited football card I think that tennis is. I don't know what was like Messi for first card was like was like five ETH or something like that. It's just it's just a completely different situation. Like Messi cards existed at the time, and like there wasn't a rookie. Like I don't know. I just feel like you can't really compare it. Three point six ETH, and it was eleven K at that time. Well, it's not Messi doing like uh, a celebration or whatever, but it's still one of the best football players in history. So mm-hmm. that's fair. Um, yeah, Enzo said eighteen thousand for a one of a thousand in NBA is very bullish. Yeah, do you think? I agree. Do you think that the unique, not? Not that the unique is less valuable because of this card that has like a unique design, but like would a draft edition unique actually be more valuable than the regular unique? Like the answer is probably yes, but is it even does it even make much of a difference? I'm not I, I'm not I'm not so sure. Yeah. I'm really I'm I'm not so sure. I I think right now like people just don't really care about like I think, like uh, YNWA buys completely the long-term strategy and uh, like the fact that it's going to be a collectible, and 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 that's not new. I've been bidding on the Zidane serial number ten against him at five a.m. in the morning, so I know he's buying that theory, and he's buying every collectible card that he can. So. But I think like the fact that he's still the one who gets the card means that like not a lot of all other people are like buying that theory that so is going to be the, the next big thing in terms of like collectibles. So Laird, for your for your information, I just post this elsewhere as well. When I made the bet that it would be below 50k on this, I thought it was more likely I would win this bet than when I made the Tuggy Willie Carvalho bet. Like I, but but you guys cooled me off because you everyone I talked to was so hyped about this that, and Maxime was so adamant. I was like, man, I must be wrong here. I was pretty sure I was like way off base or like I was the one that was was not going to be correct here after after I went through it. I think, I mean, you thought the reasonable number was 10K. Yes. The reasonable over-under was 10K. Yes. We like nearly doubled it. And so I think, I think you have a really hard time 
valuing collectability. But clearly, I was the most accurately one. Yeah, yeah. you were. Yeah, yeah. But but I think I think the I, I think we just don't know what we can't value the collectability of something that to date has not been collectible at all. And I think that's what just what we were trying to do. Like I still believe that this card could sell for a hundred thousand dollars at some point. Sure. I don't disagree with that. I mean, I, I agree with everything you guys said. This to me is the most collectible card on the platform to date, to date. Like there isn't a card that is more collectible right now than this card. Yeah. That's what I think. Yeah. I agree with that. And, and, and I, there's nothing like, I can't think of anything else they could do to make another card more collectible. That's why I was like so confident in that because there are yeah. no other players like him yeah. that are like coming up. It's his very first card. We know rookie cards are important in collecting. And he's, this is his, literally his first digital collectible, officially licensed digital, digital collectible. So, and if you're like bullish on digital collectibles, then yeah, I think, I think $18,000 is a steal. How about that? I would really like to have seen him play a game in the NBA first. <laughs> I know he's playing in France and he's playing against men, which is different from most draft prospects. But I think the difference between like, I don't know. I don't want to use Jaws as an example, but like, you know, a young guy who's proven himself <laughs> versus this, there's so much risk here. That would scare the hell out of me. Like he is undoubtedly right now in this moment, the most collectible card out there, but boy, that could change quick. And yeah. like, you don't have that risk with other folks. Like he, he is the most hyped NBA player since LeBron, right? Like no one's been. No as doubt. Yeah. I've been the people who are in it and are obviously paid to stir up the, the hype have said like more, like the best draft prospect ever. And I'm from Cleveland. I grew up during all of that. So like, obviously it's different to me, but it seems like the hype machine, but also he's seven, two and can shoot and handle or seven, four, seven, five. Yeah. Yeah. It's a little different, but boy, you gotta, you gotta really hope that he puts on weight the way that Giannis did and shoots the way that Kevin Durant does. That's crazy. He could. He could. He could. I, I, hey, I'm not saying he doesn't look good. I'm just saying, I think so. Uh, Mark said Messi's unique from the season he won the World Cup is the most collectible card, which I think is wrong. Yeah. Only because if you looked at all of the Messi uniques, you wouldn't know which one. Like you have to look for a date to like figure out which one was when he won the World Cup. Like you don't know. If he was this in is like New Jersey, I would agree. Sure. Yeah. Which is not. I agree. I agree. And so like this one is like we know like when you go into the NBA draft like everyone knows you wear the suit, you look nice, you get the hat and like the draft edition like people know that that's that this picture is from the draft which is like when he became a professional. And it's not like when he reached his highest point which like I think Messi would say like winning the World Cup was his highest point. But like for this for a so rare card like you just have no idea. 
How much do you think Mark would take to sell this, sell the card now? Like obviously nothing, right? Yeah, I don't think you, Mark, you wouldn't sell it now. He probably would need a hundred K. I would guess. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I don't really. Well, I'm not sure. I'm not sure he's selling. I think I think you're not buying this card to say like, soon, yeah. But like these messy cards, like which one did he win the World Cup with? Yeah. He didn't he didn't win it at all with PSG, I'll tell you that much. I do love that Bellama's showing up again here, by the way. <laughs> Do we have anything more to say on Wemby? I'm like, uh, I would like to say, I'm sorry. I, I, I failed you guys. I think that it's a, uh, yeah, I'm sad. I'm sad. But uh, yeah, I mean, good luck to, good luck to Mark. Um, I think it's going to be a fun ride for him. And he's he's got a new face to root for. So and that's pretty fun for him. Yep. Agreed. Agreed. Where are all the French bidders here looking for the... I was um, expecting Maxime to have a bid on it when I came on the show. I said I said that... Pop, I, I said earlier today I would definitely buy that cap for 10k. I, I said that, yeah. We are missing the bids, though. Just... No, but I knew... It, it was going over 10 k At least we can always, I can always say too, I was the first person to bid this card over 1E. Yeah, I mean, that gives you like so much credit, man. I mean, like you yeah, were go down a in fast clicker. I was. Wow. I Hold mean, on, let me just go through the hundreds of bids that were over yours. <laughs> yeah, but they're all the same people. They don't even, because there I am. Look, look at that. Wow. You're, you are not the first over 1E, by the way. True. First at 1E. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry. Got to clarify. And only at 1E. Wow. That's all I was willing to go. I felt like if I got it at one ETH, I'd feel good. Above yeah, that, I wouldn't that's feel a, much sure. That's a good buy at one ETH. <laughs> exactly. I was, it, it was more than Doncic and Jokic. I was like, man, if I paid one ETH for this, I'm overpaying all the other players in the league at one ETH. So I, I put, you say I don't value collectability, Laird. I mean, come on. <laughs> you don't. Uh, no, not at all. Uh, all right. Thank you to everybody for joining us. Please, uh, you know, like and subscribe, all that good stuff. Uh, congratulations to YNWA on his new uh, JPEG. And um, and then we'll see how he gets to use it in three months when the season starts. Uh, so thank you, everybody. Maxime, Alex, and Sean, thank you. And um, good luck, everyone.